there is a, a hair on the microphone that just touched my mouth. Who's been using this? Are you cheating on me? Let's see. What color is it? No, oh, I think that's a. Uh, I think that's a schmoll hair right there. Is it auburn? Is it bright auburn? It appears to be a schmoll hair. It's probably my beard hair. I don't have hair that long. I don't think. My hair is longer than that. that's probably a beard. That's nah, even better. It's yeah. just rubbing it all over the mic. Yep. Mm. <laughs> you like that, America? <laughs> <laughs> Boys are live. Playoff baseball. It's Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Uh, really glad this is on because typically Tuesday nights are a extremely boring sports night. Yep. As in, there's nothing going on. This typically. is a nice bridge for. Oh, that's rude. Did he get that one? Nope. Balls False not- alarm, boys. I don't, that makes it way more impressive that Bogarts hit that home run earlier because the balls, like for the Yankees, have not been flying mm-hmm. as far as it looks like they are off the bat. No, and Bogarts took it to dead center, the too. deepest part of dead the ballpark, center. and it was like pretty much a no doubter as well. Um, so early two zero lead for the Red Sox going into the four fourth inning, I believe. Uh, I think is it bottom third? Maybe, maybe bottom third. Yeah, I'm really been paying attention. Um. I would say outside of the first inning, just a pretty major pitcher's duel. Haven't been many hits. Yeah. A lot of strikeouts. Garrett Cole gave up two early. He's given up a couple hard hits, but only in the the first did they really get to him. Yeah, outside of that, nothing crazy. Uh, On a side note, um, Boston's ball girl is pretty attractive. Yeah? Yeah. I know. I feel bad for her in those stands. She's not in an ideal location. (laughs) She said a Red Sox-Yankees game. Just like the capitals of catcalling in the world. And if you ever pregame for a baseball game, it's this one. Yes. So they're already ready to go and probably just saying the raunchiest shit. They're all hopped up on Boston loggers. Yep. Just giving her hell. Sam Adams is ripe in the air tonight. (laughs) What's hey, like, sweet Caroline. <laughs> what's like? What's like a New York beer? Oh, Bo- God. Like, I mean, you think Sam Adams? Like that's definitely Boston, but like, I can't think of one that's like, ah, oh, it's a New York beer. I don't even know. That would definitely be like a. They seem like either very Bud Lighty or very. I only drink stouts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, it seems like it would be a Guinness type yeah, of place. Absolutely. Okay, I could get that vibe. Yeah. Definitely changes as you go through the boroughs. Yeah. Like, I would, I would imagine what's popping in the Bronx is not exactly popping in Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan, <laughs> the Upper East Side. Yep. What's our topics? Let's go into something I mean, we're, we're right here with the baseball playoffs. Let's go baseball. Let's go baseball playoffs. Let me pull up the tree. Uh, you want to bounce? You want to just give each of our picks and explain them or kind of go game to game? We can go. We can go series to series. Let's go series to series. Let's start with this one currently. Red Sox Yankees as the as the Red Sox hold a two zero lead in the bottom of the third. I mean, I've said I think the Red Sox are going to pull it out. I think so too, especially at home. Yeah, um, it's really hard to come into Fenway or Yankee Stadium as the away team on a one game stand. One game playoff atmosphere. Yeah. The fans are juiced up. 
already got a 2-0 lead in the third. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to and, – and, and crowd definitely comes into play, and it, I think it's really going to depend on how deep Garrett Cole can go. And if he's getting psyched out by the fans chanting his name over and over again. Yeah, and as but as the commentator stated earlier, the Red Sox are a heavily offensive team. So yeah. they're just going to have to outscore the Yankees, I think. Now, speaking Unless Eovaldi can go deep. Speaking of heavily offensive, Kyle Schwarber stepping up to the bat. Yeah. Yeah, how's one, that feel? One of my former Cubbies. I mean, look at two that. Two former Cubbies. Yeah. Perform pretty well. <laughs> right here in the playoffs without us. Yep. Makes me a little sad. Both your thick boys. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss Schwarber. That man hit the ball harder than anybody I've ever yeah, seen. I've... When he connects, it's it sounds different. Oh, yeah, he definitely gets a hold of him. I feel like it's a little different. With Schwarber than it is Rizzo, because Schwarber was gone, what, two years ago? Schwarber, he left he last year. Yeah, and then he, he got here. traded. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so this is his first year away yeah. from the Cubs. The winner of this, was it the... Did the Rays get the number one seed in AL? Uh, I'm trying to think of who the winner of this game plays. Yes, the Rays. Oh, my God. What did I say? Yeah. What did I say? Schwarber. Oh, cranked it. Ticket for one. If He knows how to perform in the playoffs. He's done it before. Domainnamebomb.com. <laughs> that was fucking yoked. He's a beefy boy. 435 Four. feet. Yep. We'll see you, Garrett. Schwarby. Well, one of your previous Cubs just smacked one. <laughs> right after Rizzo the other one getting, struck out. Yep. Uh, let's see. AL in order. Tampa Bay Rays, one seed. Houston Astros, two. Chicago White Sox, three. <laughs> Pushing them around in the yeah, trash can. Yeah, those are the Bogarts, too. Uh, Red Sox, four seed. And Yankees, five seed. Okay. And then NL, Giants, one. Brewers, two. Braves, three. Dodgers, four which is crazy to me. Right. And Cardinals 5. So winner of the winner of this has to go play in that abomination of a baseball stadium in Tampa. Yep. Where only the Rays play well. Yeah. <laughs> stadium you can like hit it up into like the catwalk. Yeah, but it's the, the only are. stadium where you can hit a home run with by, by just hitting it really hit high. Hit the roof. <laughs> oh, he put it on the board like as soon as it came off his bat. He held his hand up and was like, "Yep, count it." <laughs> so yep, put that on the board. All right, so I'm with you on this one. Red Sox take this game, and then I think it's gonna go Rays in six. Yeah, I don't think after I don't think the Red Sox have the pitching right now to Mm-mm. hold up for a series. No, I mean they're they're typically a team this season that's just had to outscore everybody. Yeah, they can grind it out for one game, but. Yeah. The Rays have quality pitching. Yeah, absolutely. And that's tough to beat, and that's what wins playoff games. Yep. Uh, all right, so White Sox-Astros. That is tough. Yeah. That is actually very, very tough. I mean, obviously I'm going to go for the White Sox on that one. I would love for the White Sox to win, but I think because everyone hates the Astros so much, that hatred will fuel them into the um, – Division final. I'll take my chances. I'm going to continue to hate them, even That's if fair. it does fuel them. That's fair. So I'm I'm actually going to go Astros on that because I think 
They'll just find a fucking way. And as a Cubs fan, I feel like we do have to rep Chicago, even if we are somewhat rivals at some point. Yep. So then who wins um, White Sox race for you? That's going to be a close one. You got a raving? Uh, I still... I think the White Sox have the potential to win. I think it will be a good series, but I think the Rays are just better. Yeah, it I comes, mean, they have good matchups in both the series. That's why I think I'm going to pick them to go to the World Series out of the AL. Yeah, 100 wins in the AL is is not fraudulently given. That's that's no. hard to do, especially especially you, in nowadays AL. You see that division? They had four teams that all won 91 games or more. Yeah, they also have a 208 run differential. Yeah, so they're pretty good. Yeah, that's what we're getting at here. Um. God, how about the AL East? Every single team has a positive run differential, except for the Orioles, who have the worst one in baseball. Absolutely, like somebody <laughs> By has a to. Lot. Yeah, somebody has to be the one giving up all those yeah. runs for the run differential. That is true. They have almost a three hundred run negative run differential. Each team in that division was just taking turns beating the absolute shit out of the Orioles this year. I mean, they might as well have had six wins. <laughs> what did uh, they end up with? Uh, fifty-two. Yeah, oh, that's not bad. 52 and... 110. Yeah. <laughs> not the best. You lost double the games you won. Yeah. And then some. Some would say that's not ideal. No, not quite. There's the... There's the walk to Devers, and then... The home run is next. So you are so you going Rays in the World Series? Rays to the World Series. Rays the World AL. Series in the AL. All right. Uh, I'm going to go... Just because I refuse to see the Astros in another one, yeah, I'm gonna go Rays as well. I would, I wouldn't mind seeing the Rays in there. That's a oh, are they, oh they're pulling already. Pull, you can't afford to play games if you already know he's down. Yeah, if you know your pitcher's not throwing his best stuff, he's already got two men on, no outs, three runs and fifty pitches. Oh, it's got a few. And the game, he's just gonna go right to the locker room. Can you imagine being the owner and being like? Man, I still got to write this guy a check for like eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars for this game. (laughs) He gave me two and two third, two plus innings, like no outs in the third. Yeah, that's rough. You hate to see it. There's your was it three hundred million dollar pitcher? Yep. Okay, on to the NL first series: Dodgers Cardinals. Uh, As I mean, the Cardinals have been on an absolute tear lately. But I think in a one-game scenario with the Dodgers, their full roster at their disposal to throw at you to try and win, I think they're not they're not going to lose that game, especially not at Dodger Stadium. I'm taking Cardinals. Oh yeah, I'm taking Cardinals. They're on an absolute tear, like you said, and it's one game. Yeah, anything can happen in one game, and I would love to see it just. As a Braves fan, to not have to potentially deal with the Dodgers no, down so the road. This is what you hope is happening yeah. here. So, for my Braves, I'm going to say Cardinals take that game. I don't think they have enough to get past San Fran. I think San Fran's going to mollywop them. When they're they get up they're there. too deep. Yeah, San they Fran's got... going to win in five or six in that series. Braves are going to win. The Braves are going to sweep the Brewers 4 0. Ooh, nah. See, yeah, I think no, they're you're wrong there. Them. They're sweeping the no, Brewers 4 0. I, I think it's best of five. They're going to. They're going to sweep them regardless. They're not. Then they're going to play San Fran, and they're going to sweep San Fran. They're not. Then they're going to play the Rays, and then we're going to give the Rays one win. 
Oh, that's so that's so nice of you. We're just gonna give them one win, <laughs> and then we're gonna win four straight games. I'm gonna say thank you, sir. Yep. So those are my predictions. Enjoy your championship. Yep. Uh, Braves. Braves are gonna win the World Series um, by playing like 12 games. Yeah. 12 no, games. And they're the gonna lose win. one game, and they're gonna give up their only run in that game in a 1-0 loss, uh-huh. like gentlemen. Yep. Yeah, they're gonna allow the only run of the game. Yeah. Allow the win. Um, and then, yeah, so the Braves are going to lose one playoff game and win the World Series. In all seriousness, I do not like your matchup with the Brewers. I know you. We've played them a lot this year, and from what I remember, it's been fairly even. I think they have gotten the better of the matchups, but we play we play them well on the road. I will say that the tough, which is going to help. The so. tough thing about them is that they have like three quality starting pitchers. Oh, their their starting RG pitchers are phenomenal. So you might see if you're in a six seven game series against them, you're gonna see three like all star level or just below quality pitchers and the, yeah, five and, to six of those games. And I think the scariest thing about them is that they're having as good of a year as they're having, and Yelich is having an awful year. Yep. As as far as Yelich is concerned. Like yeah. he's having a very off year after literally just winning an L M V P what, last year, two years ago, something like that. And he must be off the roids or yeah. something. He was on now for that like yeah. two year period. So he's having a, a like an off year and they still take second in the division. Yeah. So they are scared. No, they Brewers won the division. The Cardinals are the wild card. Or team. second in the um excuse me, conference. Um pitching Yeah, second in the N L, but the pitching is very, very valuable in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. We're and <laughs> The Braves' starting rotation doesn't scare me. Their bullpen, however, yeah. is always questionable. Lou Jackson is a stud. I will give him credit. You got to give the starters. Got to be on their like. You got to get six, seven innings. Yeah, which lately they have been doing. So we'll just hope they carry it in. And honestly, considering I thought the season was over when Ronald Acuna Jr. tore his ACL, yeah. and we only got better since that has happened has just given me more to hope for, which is just setting me up for even more not disappointment. Good times. <laughs> not good times at all. Uh, it's the hope that gets you. Yeah, always is. Hey, at least my Eagles are bad, so I get to take a break from NFL. <laughs> I mean, what are, are they 1-3 and three like one the Colts three, are? Yeah. Or 1-3. Yeah. Well, did we just finish, what, week four? Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've won. They, they lost to the Chiefs. Like, Outstanding. Yeah, like 43 to 30 or some shit like that. <laughs> That's good. Football's fun. Yeah, love it. <laughs> I have the most points scored in our fantasy league, and I'm 1-3. in three. <laughs> Yep. You're just in the wrong place at the wrong time, man. Well, I've played, like, the four best teams in the first four weeks. Yeah. Except for Bryce. Shout out Bryce. <laughs> now he beat me this week. Did he? Yeah. Bryce is my only win this week or this this uh this year. Uh to stay, I guess we can go ahead and segue into our our one NFL topic this week. <laughs> um Well, we have a lull in the baseball game here. How about Mr. uh Mr. Fingerbanger himself, Urban Meyer? <laughs> the King Finger Blaster yeah, Urban King. Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> That video is the weirdest it thing the, I've ever seen. It is the like just the wildest possible scenario. My thing is like at his age and his like notoriety, how do you not spot a trap when it's right in front of your face? 
at your own at your own at bar. your own steakhouse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, exactly. It was his own restaurant. Like, like what are you doing, man? Yeah, he has fans go pull him in for a picture, and then some like very young, blonde, probably like freshly out of college, like girl is like, "Hey, come dance with me." How do you not immediately say, "I'm good"? Yeah. No, sorry, I'm a 59 year old yeah. man yeah. that. Not only does he say yes, he gets in a stool, she starts backing it up on him, and his hands just disappear. Yeah, he's just cupping something. Oh my god. And then, to make matters worse, he didn't fly back with the team in Jacksonville. He stayed in Cincinnati, so yeah, he could go he do that. that. Yeah. yeah. And now he's getting reportedly like laughed out of every team meeting he's trying to host uh he canceled monday's team meeting his apology was hilarious i didn't see his apology oh my god like he it was just looked like the it looked almost like a fake press conference because it was like really dark in the room or whatever (laughs) and he's just like sitting there and he's just like looking at the floor like a kid who just like walked in the room like Two hours after curfew, and his parents were sitting in the living room. He's just like, ah, oh, man, just the I was most caught, motherfucker. Yeah, like, uh, uh, <laughs> he said <laughs> like he was said she's eighteen. Man. He was out. He said he stayed back so he could have like a party, go to something like with his grandkids or something along that lines. And then somebody wanted him to come into the bar area, and then that's when everything like escalated. Like, ah, oh, these goddamn kids roped me into some shenanigans. <laughs> They lured me to the dance floor with fireball shots. And their butts. And their butts. (laughs) (laughs) Urban, Uh, what are you doing, man? I give him I give him one more. Somebody somebody showed a picture of the steakhouse too, and like on the wall is a picture from one of the ball games. It's like him like kissing his wife. And it's like a big blown up picture on the wall. It's like how did you think no one was gonna recognize you? It's literally your name's on the building. Yeah. it's called Urban's Chop House. Literally, your name is on the You're building. Urban your Meyer. pictures probably your pictures everywhere. Literally. And he was wearing he was wearing an Ohio State yeah. pullover. The only thing that I can say is that maybe he's at that boomer age where like he's still in denial that like everybody has a camera phone. Yeah. Like, he's just like That's true. Yeah, he's just like, you know, I could probably get it like because twenty years ago he could get away with that. Yeah. But now nine-year-olds have iphones it's like it's like when like your parents tell you some like nonsense that you know is not true and they're like no and you like look it up on google yeah. and you're like it's literally, literally like yeah point one yeah. four seconds later it's like here's five articles that say why it's not true what you just said yeah my mom's like every time i used to crack my knuckles my mom's like you know that causes arthritis i was like actually it doesn't yeah and i just shoved the phone it doesn't everybody. it doesn't at all yeah there's in fact some people journals. think it might be healthy yeah <laughs> It's like, have you been not popping your knuckles, Mom? It's actually not good for you. Peasant. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, I give Urban Meyer a week. It's just like, how do you... For one, how do you approach a locker room? And like, and that's what people... That, that's what not people. That's what he fails to understand is that these are grown adults. That's what I was going to say. These are grown men. Like, these aren't people that, like, you know... You have complete control over because the school you work for pays them to go to school. Yeah. Like they're getting a free education, they're getting all these bonuses. Like these people have more money than you. Yeah, these like, people are getting paid more than you yes, are. They, they don't make give more a, than you. They don't give a shit. Yeah. About your personal. Yeah, they're issues. here to win, and if you're causing problems and you don't have the respect, it's just yeah. That's why recruiters don't make it. 
in the NFL. Like, yes. Urban Meyer's a phenomenal recruiter. Nick Saban Saban's flamed the out same in the way. NFL. The Saban was the same way. He's like the greatest college coach ever. Yes. And he flamed because, out in like two years in exactly, Miami. Exactly. Bobby like, Petrino lasted 13 games before he quit. Yeah, it's like you don't do any recruiting in the NFL. You yeah. just get who you get. Yep. And he also, I think I think somebody said his his defensive coordinator has like never called defensive plays before. That's good, and he has all these. He he also has Charlie Strong on his on his coaching staff, so we can bring that up. Well, I think Charlie Strong is the defensive coordinator, maybe. Okay, well there you go. I saw somebody made a joke about Jacksonville Jaguars interim head coach Charlie Strong today, and I was wow. like, actually, I feel like that wouldn't be bad. I don't I, think it would be good. Eh, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He well, was. I mean, it's he, the, he, I mean, the he, end of the he day. He did well at Louisville, but at the end of the day, it's the Jaguars. Like being good is a monumental task. You're graded on a much lower scale. Yeah, but when you're bad and it looks like you're not even trying to be good, yeah, your fans are going to turn against you, especially when they put all that money in the surrounding Jacksonville area to like boost that stadium, boost that team. They put all this crazy shit in the. In that the, team's gonna like move to Mexico City or London. Yeah, obviously they'll be the first international football team. Why not? Like, what do you have to lose at this point? Yeah, they're gonna be the Toronto Jaguars here soon. I would love it. I'm, I'm down for it. We need more expansion teams in professional sports now. Yeah, I say it's been a while since we have a good expansion team. Yeah, let's go ahead and put. So we got 32 in the NFL. Let's go ahead and get four more teams there. Yeah, 36. 36. That'll make it even on both sides. Six divisions of six. Okay, yep. you can do that. Yep. Two, two, two of 18. Uh, baseball's got 30. So we need at least at least 20 more of those. <laughs> <laughs> Just like take the whole AAA and make yeah. it part of Major League Baseball. Yeah, like, the, hell yeah, the Louisville Bats are now in the National League Central, baby. Yep. Toledo Mud Hens are now a professional <laughs> baseball team. Montgomery Biscuits. Oh, hell, dude, I would love that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. The Boston Red Sox are playing at the Montgomery Biscuits tonight. Yeah, I think the Montgomery the Biscuits ESPN. is one of the few teams that would, like, make it just off sheer name alone. Yeah. Like, they would get fans just for being the Biscuits. We need to do an episode on minor league baseball team names. Oh, absolutely. It's one of the great, like, There's I, so many. I love how dumb they are. What is, is it, uh... The Rocket City Trash Pandas. Trash Pandas, yeah, with yeah. the raccoons. <laughs> Those are the best. Uh, I'm trying to think of other Somebody stupid ones. Somebody is like the aliens or like the... That's we'll probably, cover it in a different episode. Yeah, we'll get to it. I just I love the dumb team names. Yeah. It's one of the few things about minor league baseball, other than cheap beer and hot dogs. There's your girl. There she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um... Okay, so sad news in college football. Uh, the Oregon Ducks are pretty much out of the FBS playoff. Um, did it to themselves. Sad violin music here. Cue it. Play some Ducks. Lost to unranked Stanford. In a, uh, in a tough matchup, but one that we definitely should have won handily. I don't know um, if you saw the uh, the end of that game, but they also blew it in a fantastic way too. How was it work? Go ahead and fill me in. Now, I mean, they had they had the ball three minutes left in the game, up by a touchdown, managed to squander the ball away, and Stanford came down, sent it into overtime, scored a touchdown, lost in overtime. 
Anytime a team I am rooting for goes into overtime at all, I have assumed they've already just lost. Just automatically counted as a loss. I have assumed they've already lost. I don't know what my track record is with teams I'm pulling for and overtime losses, but I can imagine they far outweigh the The loss. only thing that your fandom teams have in common is low stamina, apparently. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll, well, I mean, in true Mayo Boy fashion, <laughs> I root for the fat boys. <laughs> <laughs> Mayo is a very low stamina condiment. Yes. It's not built for speed like mustard. No, it's built for power and girth. <laughs> Baseball crowds get so amped up during the playoffs. It's oh, like, man. If you all they've did, been waiting for. If you all did a tenth of this during the season, baseball would be so much more fun to watch. Yep. Well, it's it's like you said, it's all about stamina. You can't really go out for 162 regular season games and throw the fuck down every game. Nah, you got to pick your battles. Unless you're the Chicago Cubs and you're just built different. That's true. Those bleachers yeah. are full every game with drunk people. Yeah, and they have games at like noon on Tuesdays. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I went to, I remember the very first Cubs game that I went to. It was in September. The Cubs were in last place. And my dad and I went to Chicago and we watched the Cubs game. I think they were playing, I think they were playing the Brewers or the Astros. I want to say the Brewers. But it was like a Wednesday afternoon game. Like I took off of school to go to the game. Wednesday afternoon, there was like 38,000 people there. <laughs> well, they're in last place. Yeah, we're in last place. It was the wildest thing. We ain't got nothing else to do out there. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, nothing to do in Chicago. Famously boring city. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to sneak alive. Yeah. Sneak it live on you. He sniffed. Oh, oh shit. Now, is that foul? It's fair. Both Rizzo. Your, both your former <laughs> you, literally, you literally said this before the game. Both of course, we turn this on right when fucking Rizzo. Both your former Cubs have hit no doubters in this game. My God. This is. Aren't you glad you got rid of them? Immediately, just trying to make me feel bad about my life. I'm just trying to watch some baseball, man. Well, you're watching baseball, all right? It's supposed to be a family game, and they're just ruining my day. Yeah, they're fucking molesting your mind right now. Rizzo wearing number 48 doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, you've already left that just... Yeah, that's a hanger. Belt high, see you later. What if he would have still had the club, uh, the Cubs batting gloves? <laughs> no, I probably would have just walked out. <laughs> the podcast would have been over. I don't know what it is about Aaron Judge having a like cedar bat, but I don't like it. What, just like a basic like? Well, I just feel like anytime I've ever seen him hit a home run, it's been with a black bat, and now he's got like a light beige bat, and it's just weird. I don't. I like mean, it. you got to think that's gonna mess with him. Yeah. Right. Messes with me. Yeah, if it's messing with you, imagine what it's doing to this guy. Probably ruining his. Such a weird like. That is the one thing that I do enjoy about baseball is that like, there's no rules on what the stadium can look like. It's just like yeah, however you want your stadium to look. That's just like how it is. Yeah, you want center to be 520 feet. Yeah, (laughs) you got it. 
Like, what if other sports did that? Like, what if basketball was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, when you play in Denver, it's got like they play on a half court there, so it's yeah. it's, it's a little <laughs> yeah. There is no three point line. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. Or just like the Astros old field, which just like had a random hill in center field. Yeah, <laughs> with a flagpole sticking out of yeah, it. Yeah, enough people like broke their ankle on it that they were like yeah we should probably take this off yeah it's like there's no reason for that to be yeah. there it that used to be my favorite thing ever is to watch people hit it out there and then center fielders like fall down as they like try to yeah running it. like you know whenever you like try and step on a step that you don't realize is there and you're yeah. like oh man you just like fall forward <laughs> and you have to catch a ball you're doing that. that at full speed with your back towards home plate yeah. running full speed towards the outfield wall yeah or even like i mean it, it was demolished 40 years ago, but, like, polo grounds. Yeah. Like, polo grounds was insane. Just, it like, 490 feet out to dead center. It was built, like, it was literally built like an arrow, like an upside-down arrow. There, Yeah, there's no, who designed this? It's, like, that seems to me like one of those things that back in the 1800s or early 1900s, whenever it was built, that it was just, like, this is the only place that we can build this, so we got to make this... <laughs> square work however we can yeah. it's like we can't we can't block 10th street yeah so we can only bring it out so far we only have zoning <laughs> laws for this spot right here they were still like horses were still walking around the stadium yeah. during that time oh yeah and that's how you end up with the most ridiculous looking stadium in the world where it's like 250 down the left field line but 500 feet to center field yeah and it's kind of annoying because i wish i wish some of the newer stadiums would adopt some more non-traditional shapes yeah we need more weird stuff yeah like every new stadium looks like the same it looks all crispy clean like just regular outfield wall the nice green wall yeah exactly well whenever they they quit you whenever the braves quit using turner field and they went to well when it was SunTrust. I was like, okay, they're going to build something. Like, the stadium's dope, don't get me wrong. But can we put, like, a random hexagon in there somewhere? Or, like, some kind of weird fence shape? It's just basic. Or put a volcano in you know the middle of it or You know something? what it reminds me of? The new baseball stadiums remind me of, do you remember back in, like, the 90s whenever we were young, early 2000s, when, like, all the fast food restaurants all had, like, real quirky designs and, like, yeah. McDonald's Playhouse, and you had all that fun stuff in there, and like the Taco Bell was all like purpley and has yeah. pillars everywhere, and now everything is just like gray. Yeah, how, like everything looks. How sleek. modern can we get? Everything's a square, and everything's gray. All of our restaurants, all everything's of, bright neon. Every McDonald's in the world looks like a Mac store right now, literally. And every Taco Bell is like you can't even tell it's a Taco Bell, yeah, unless it has the sign out front that says Taco Bell. It's sad. We're losing the creativity in the world. That's why every other movie is a remake. Corporations too. are sucking our souls out. Yes. These buildings look disgusting. Yeah. Give me back my red and yellow McDonald's. Yeah. And what this gray bullshit is. Bring me back bright colors and round shapes. That's all we're asking. If only gives up one home run. They debatably do, one hit. Do not play around. No. They went it's right one of the, to the bullpen, and the bullpen is the Red Sox like most debatable aspect of their team. That's I don't like that about playoff baseball. I feel like they're almost too quick to pull really or pull starting pitchers. Yeah. And they'll always put in like another starting pitcher in his relief. Mm-hmm. And it never goes well. Clayton Game- Kershaw's the number one 
example of that. Game seven of the 2016 World Series, Kyle Hendricks started the game, pitched five innings, and I think he gave up like a walk and a hit to start the sixth inning, and they immediately pulled him for John Lester. And he was giving up maybe one or two hits before that in the five innings previous. Yeah. So, and then Lester comes in, immediately throws, or gives up a double and throws a wild pitch. Because he's not used to being a no. reliever. He's a starting pitcher. Yeah, you, you don't start him off in, in the middle of the fifth inning. Yeah, it's like if you brought Craig Kimbrell in in the second inning of a game, he wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Holy oh, shit, he hit the... Oh, is he, is he <laughs> that's running? another one. Is he running this I time? I bet he was this time. Was oh, just, he's gunned. Giancarlo's sitting at first. Got him. Giancarlo never ran. I think he's on second now. Yeah. He wasn't at first. <laughs> what a throw. That could have been a game-tying home run. He missed yeah. it by about 10 feet. And they just gassed Aaron Judge at home. Yeah, he just missed that. That was a hell of a throw by Bogarts. Because yep. that was not a great throw from the outfield. Damn, I'm calling you out, Joey Gallo. I'm calling you the weak link. If 38 home runs is a weak link. Yeah, this is the part where he hits one 500 feet yeah. into the Boston sky. Yep. 400 feet and it didn't go out. <laughs> yeah, it'd be done. He hit it 115 miles an hour. Think of the beating that wall has taken for a hundred years now. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I always associate the Dream Monster as like basically just cardboard. Like it looks like it's made out of cardboard. Yeah. But this is what we mean by baseball needing weird things in yes. their stadium, like the Green Monster. I yeah, love I mean, it. There's never going to be another monster. Yeah. It's like you have a fifty foot wall between right. you and a home run. I need somebody to put like instead of a warning track, they have like a moat on the yeah. outfield wall. The outfielders just run and chase the ball, and then he just dives into the moat and yeah. catch, catches the ball. To a shark tank. <laughs> this is going to be the Tampa Bay Rays new stadium. It's going to have a big statue of Steve Irwin in center God, field. <laughs> if it, Tropicana is so due for an update. I feel like they can't build another stadium because they don't have any money because no fans go to their games. Which is crazy because they're a good team. I feel like they're just barely breaking even every year. Their accountants are stressing out. I don't know. I imagine their costs are low. <laughs> I would hope so. They look like they're low. Yeah. yeah like the stadium plot's probably like been paid off for like 20 years. <laughs> it looks like they're playing in like an abandoned Walmart. Just I've, I've never been, but I have friends that have went, and they say it is literally a joke of a Oh, I, I've been, and it is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it really is like fluorescent lighting. It really makes you feel like you're playing in an abandoned supermarket. Yeah, or or you're playing at like a, uh, like a fair convention center. Yeah, and most of the fans there, it's kind of like... Oh, it's kind of like a Vanderbilt football game where like half the fans in the stands are cheering for the other team because everybody's on vacation to... Tampa or they're in yeah, Florida and they're like, right. yeah, I'm going to go see my, I'm going to go see the Blue Jays play when I'm in Florida. Or I'm going to go see my favorite team play the Rays. Right. It's like, uh, all the snowbirds that moved there from other places around the country. It's like the opposite of like Miami. 
Yeah. Like, there's no, like, real Miami sports fans. They're all just, like, people who have too much money and just live in Miami. They're like, I'll go watch a sports. like Vegas. Vegas and Miami. It's a flex. Yeah. Like, you're not really a fan of Miami Hurricanes football, but they're, if they're 5-0 and and they're playing on ESPN, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get tickets to the game right. sit front row because I have money. Yeah, I was about to say, the, the, only, the only fans who might be worse than Tampa are the Miami Marlins fans. Yeah. It's... It infuriates me that they have they've been a franchise for twenty five years. Yeah. And they have two World Series wins in that time. Yeah. Just broke ass franchise. Yeah, yeah. and nobody's flexing about it like at all. And it happens the same way. They get a bunch of really good young players, they get really good, win the World Series, trade everybody, sell them off, start over, and then like eight years later, you get another run of good players. Yeah, I feel like they're the like, they probably took the movie Moneyball, like, really seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, this is how we're going to do it forever. Absolutely. We're going to be good once every eight years, and then we're going to sell everybody. I feel like they try and do the same thing that the A's and the Rays do, and they're just not good at it. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about golf. There's a massive matchup happening um, the day after Thanksgiving. Anybody who likes golf is going to like this. Honestly, if you don't like golf... Just listen to the drama that's been building for the last year between these two. It's one of the best. And you might watch it. One of the best storylines in golf right now. The only thing. The the only thing I hope that happens is that they keep this shit going, and they literally just shit talk each other the whole time. For the yeah, for their whole, from now through the match for the rest of their careers. I hope this remains like a rivalry because. They always tried to market like Tiger and Phil as like uh-huh. a rivalry, but behind the scenes, I feel like those guys are, are like, cool, cool like, with yeah. each other. I don't think these two are cool with each no. other in the slightest. Yeah. And for those who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau, um, the two dudes of golf. Yep. The two absolute bros of golf. I don't want to speak for both of us, but I will. I think comfortably we can say I think both of us are team. Brooksy on this I'm one. I'm definitely team Brooksy. Yeah. Only because Bryson's just an absolute tool. I do think Bryson has his moments. <laughs> That's a good reason. <laughs> yeah. I do think Bryson has his moments where he's funny, but he takes himself entirely too seriously, and Brooks literally could not give two fucks, and Bryson hates every every second of it. I love Brooks because I think he plays golf at a very high level, like I play golf at a low level. Like I, he seems like the type of guy that shows up five minutes before his tee time when yeah. he's playing with his buddies, and it's just like, ah, oh, shit, got to run to the clubhouse, grab my stuff, and hop yeah. on the first tee. Yeah, he's somebody that like he'll just like eyeball an eight footer. Yeah, <laughs> he won't line it up or he's like, yeah. he just eyeballs it and bangs it. Whatever. Yeah. Also, uh, Bryson seems like the kind of guy that lines up the four footer for a solid minute and uh-huh. a half and you're just like jesus christ dude it's a gimme just tap it in yeah brooksy also a former hockey player so tough as that shit, going for I him imagine yeah bryson's just full of creatine brooks kepka is absolutely anger. a hockey name for sure he has a he has a last name as a first name and then he has a eastern european last name. yeah <laughs> hockey as hell yeah that's how that goes so that's the day after Thanksgiving? The day after Thanksgiving. It's either the 26th or the 29th the of November. One of the two. It's the Friday after. So if you got nothing going on, it's going to be a lot better than... What was the last one? Bryson a, and Phil or Bryson and... What else are you going to fall asleep to 
while you're napping after Black Friday right, actually, shopping. Yeah, after after Black Friday shopping and your turkey melatonin hits. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to have yourself a leftover turkey sandwich. You're going to sit down on the couch and you're going to buy the Bryson Brooksy pay-per-view. Yep. And you're going to fall asleep to it at about hole four. <laughs> then you'll wake up two hours later and they'll be on hole six. Yes. <laughs> and then when you watch the replay, it will be entertaining as hell. <laughs> I can't wait for it. It's going to be great. Oh, boy. We need more trash talking in golf. I think that's oh why I'm God. looking for this. That's what I'm saying. If they want to get more sponsors, like the movie Happy Gilmore had it pegged. Like, I don't know why they don't just follow That's their what own the advice. people want. That's what the people want. The Phoenix Open every year in Arizona is when they have, like, the one hole where like everybody can stand there and yell and cheer. Yeah. And it's so hyped every time. Everybody wants that. Look and at I the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup was insane. Yeah. They were about to tee off at 6.30 in the morning, and the stands were jumping. Yeah. They, they were playing music. There were USA chants. People were going nuts. There was shit talking. That's why for a majority of people, the Ryder Cup and things like that are the one thing they care about in golf. Yes. If you're trying to market to like a younger generation of fans, that's what you need. Yes. You need rivalries. You need excitement. You need fans getting hyped heckling and yeah you don't need every golfer you need somebody to cheer against exactly you don't need every golfer for themselves you need four or five or you need about eight or nine golfers versus eight or nine other golfers and then you need to give them each identities and why they hate each other yep that's what you need like, if you want fans to get behind something give them a tribe to root for yep, yep. back when i mean back when i was younger i got into golf because i sat there watching just tiger woods dominate people every week week in and week out and that's all I needed back then. Yeah. But nowadays, there's no, there's no like type one guy out there. Like everything's pretty evenly stacked. Like yeah, every week we do have a new winner. There's not a whole bunch of difference between number one for number twenty. Mm, no, because it changes every week, literally yeah. every week. Back then, you're watching for the domination. Now you're watching for competition. Yes. And competition I will say, as far as golf talking. goes, this might be the most exciting it's ever been yeah for me because i mean they're posting crazy low scores the equipment is ridiculous dude the fact that you have a guy cannons off the tee literally like every bryce's one redeeming quality yes he hits bombs yeah well but but even then every single pga player averages like a 320 yard drive like that's like a that's like the low end yeah you, and, and then you got Bryson. You who can't will, compete if you're not hitting it like 310 at least. Exactly. And then you have Bryson who will occasionally drop you a 408-foot drive. Or yard drive, excuse me. That's, I mean, that's unfair. Yeah. I mean, he's he's driving the greens on par fours. Like, that's happy Gilmore It's numbers. four football fields. Yeah. <laughs> it's like four football yeah. fields worth of drives. Going for the green shooter? <laughs> that's impossible, sir. <laughs> Actually, Happy Gilmore accomplished yeah. that feat no more than an hour ago. Yeah, only insert fucking Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move into college football. Yeah, let's do it. Let's move into some college football. We're going to make some predictions this week. I mean, we, can we lead it off? If we're going to do picks, we got to talk about our, our baby boys in blue this weekend. Our baby boys in blue have turned into to, to baby men in yes. royal. The only the only team I'll ever root against Ball State for the Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah, go Cats, man! Big 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 time big win against Florida. Big defensive win against Florida. Offense did what it had to do. 
But goddamn, did that defense show up? No, oh, and just seeing Kroger Field so hyped and into that game. In Florida, like actually for once, looking like the team that's flustered playing on the road yes. at Kentucky, like it yep. makes me so happy to just yeah. like suck it all those years. It's always nice to play a powerhouse SEC team and watch them struggle to play to to call plays. Yeah, very very exciting. You didn't know we can get loud like that here in Kentucky. Well, that's the thing is like Kentucky basketball is insane, and it's yeah. like if you give them. Anything else to root for outside of basketball season? They're going to go. They'll hard find for that an excuse too. to root for him. Yeah, we're going to go hard for that too. Yeah, absolutely. Wildcats till we die. So they're taking on the Tigers this weekend of LSU. LSU, they're a three-point favorite. And Ed O's, Ed O's on the hot seat in LSU, according to a lot of people. Ed O is on the hot seat. I mean, he struck yeah. gold with Joe Burrow there. Two years away from winning a national championship, and he is looking like. Some people think if he loses at Kentucky this weekend, he might not make it back on the back trip. But yeah. I feel like that's a little too soon. That's a little aggressive. You get a little bit of leeway for winning a national championship. I, especially especially in in the Bayou, yeah. I would imagine. But, it, I mean, it is rough because you strike go with Joe Burrow, and Ed Orgeron has been a primarily defense slash we're going to run the football coach. Yep. But then you have Joe Burrow, debatably one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. So you got to switch everything up for him, and then you got to go back to the running system. Well, I think he tried. I think he tried to keep the Joe Burrow system, and now he doesn't have the guys to run it because he doesn't have a Joe Burrow. Yeah, he also lost most of his receiving core. Yeah, his his running back and his it was it was literally Joe Burrow throwing to Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, who are like two of the best young wide receivers in the NFL now. Exactly. And then you've got uh, uh, what is it? Clyde Edwards uh, Hilaire, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. also balling out. Like, yep. Every LSU like skill player has uh, on on that team is playing is playing very significant well. amounts of plays very in the well. NFL. Very well. Um, With all that have, being said. Cats by 90. Cats by 90. Three and a half. Easy cover. Cats by 90. Yeah, I'm going to hammer that over. Yep. Um, Let's see. You'll never get me to bet against my Kentucky Wildcats. All right. Coastal Carolina, Arkansas State. That's an easy one. Coastal Carolina's 20-point favorite. Uh, Cincinnati Temple, another easy one. Cincinnati's a 30-point favorite. Cincinnati's about to cream the entire rest yeah. of their schedule. Yep. Arizona State and Stanford is tricky. Because Arizona State is a good team, but so was Oregon. RIP my Ducks. Stanford's a very strange team because they took – pretty sure they've taken a loss to Kansas State. I don't know who else they lost to, but they also have beaten USC and beaten Oregon. So you don't know what you're getting from them week to week. They're capable of beating a lot of teams. They're yeah, also they're, capable they're, of losing to most of them. Yeah, their two losses are UCLA, who's top 25 ranked, yeah. and Kansas State, who was their first game of the season. In the meantime, have beaten USC, dominated Vanderbilt. That doesn't beaten, count. Beaten Oregon, top three team at the time, and now they face Arizona State, who is 22 overall, which... Uh, that's another one of those teams like Iowa State that I just don't I don't trust exactly. Arizona it's State. Not, yeah, I mean it's just they're they're going to be above average. However, it is at Arizona State, I believe. It is. What's the spread? Arizona State by twelve. Twelve? Nope. 
No, yeah. I'm not. I don't, I'm taking the. I might take that Stanford. I'm plus taking 12 the Stanford there. plus twelve. Yeah, that's. I, I feel like, like that's that. an easy play for me. I think I like that. Arizona State might win the game, but I think that Stanford plus twelve is that a just solid screams line. I'm going to underperform at home against yeah. a team that's going to run the football on me and keep it close. Yep yeah, that that screams I should hammer that right now before it goes down. Probably will. Yep. Um. Let's see. The UK line was that. I believe one, and then within a couple hours, it already got bedded up to the three and a half. Yep. Let's see. Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma by three and a half, we're saying. Three and a half? Three and a half. I know Oklahoma's been struggling a little bit, but Texas? I don't know if they got – I don't know if Texas has the juice. Yeah, Texas is like what you were saying earlier. It's one of those teams that, like, they're back, and then they just blow it. Yeah. Absolutely blow it. Until they give me a reason – to believe, I don't know how many in a row they've lost to Oklahoma. I think they maybe squeezed one win in there a few years ago, but yeah, I mean, Oklahoma's dominated this series for the better part of the last decade. Yeah, we brought it up in one of our first podcasts. I think Texas hasn't beaten Oklahoma, or they've only beaten Oklahoma like three times out of the past like ten years or something like that. Yeah, that's not going to be good. And they're no okay, so their one loss is to is against Arkansas. Yeah, which. But they got was a domi- pretty they got team, dominated got in that game. Molested uh, by what was it Georgia? No, oh, Arkansas got or dominated. Alabama. Arkansas's loss. Who did? Who did? Yeah, Arkansas. Just Arkansas lost. lost to Georgia, thirty-seven it, yeah. nothing. Yeah, that just shows you the level of play. Like the top part of the SEC is just unmatched when it comes to college football, like Very week in and week so. out. Very much so. So who are you taking in that game? Uh, three and a half. I gotta take Oklahoma there. I, I think don't, you gotta take Oklahoma to cover. It's at Texas. Well, I think no. They play in the Cotton Bowl usually. That's like a neutral site game every year. Yeah. Or the Red River rivalry. They play yeah. at the Texas State Fair. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Oklahoma covers that. Um, I don't think three and a half's kind of rough. It's a, just yeah, it's in case Texas. Line. Yeah. Just in case Texas pulls some shit out. And you can never say never in rivalry games. Ohio State, but I'm going to say 99% never. Now, this one's interesting. Ohio State, Maryland. Ohio State by 21. That's a little excessive, but... Ohio State has not been very impressive this year. Maryland's 4-1. and one. Um, They got crushed by Iowa. They got embarrassed by Iowa. Yeah. Barely beat Illinois. Beat West Virginia. Destroyed Howard. The problem... 21... The, the only reason I say that is because Ohio State is just not – I mean, they're good. They're Ohio State. They typically figure it out. But they haven't been putting up numbers like they have been in previous seasons. I mean, I think offensively. What you're going to run into in this game is Maryland was coming in riding high to their last game. They just get absolutely crushed. Ohio State, they lost – was it their second game of the season? Uh, I no, think- just their first. No, I mean, they lost. I think it was the second game that they lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, lost And I think for the rest of the year now, they know that they've got to put it on teams if they have a chance at the playoffs. So I think you're going to see no mercy from them in games like this for the rest of the season out. That is fair. And they know with Penn State and Iowa coming up that whoever loses that, Ohio State has a chance to slip them. And they still, I'm pretty sure they still have both of those teams on the schedule. If not, I think. I know they usually play Penn State every yeah, year. Yeah, Ohio State cannot afford to lose another game. Yeah. So we'll take Ohio State to cover there. Let's see. What else do we got? Um, 
Michigan State Rutgers. So, this one's interesting. Michigan State, 11th ranked team, 5-0. Rutgers, 3-2. Michigan State's only a five-point favorite. It's another another fraud team, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I think I might take a Rutgers money line in this game. Plus five? No, I think I might take them straight up. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, money line. Um, yeah, I mean, Michigan State, That's another the team only ranked team they in. beat is Miami, which... I mean, not impressive. They have and shown they were 24th overall the last few years they have been nothing really to write home about. And out of nowhere, they come out with a hot streak to start the season against, a, from what I remember, their schedule hasn't been the greatest. I think the, one yeah. of the best teams they played was Colorado, who is not a great not a great team. Yeah. Well, that's the crazy thing to me is that they have an 11 overall seed, but the only ranked team they've beaten is Miami. Who was 24th. And we all know that Miami is, I mean, that's a team that's very mids also. Certified mids. They're dishwater. Yeah. So, ranking there is confusing to me. Um, They still have to play Michigan as well. I mean, I'm sure they're going to have to play Michigan and maybe Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, Arkansas Ole Miss. That should be, that's going to be a fun game because on one end you got Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss throwing the ball around, putting up points, and on the other end you got fat boys in Arkansas running the football, yep. good old-fashioned SEC football. All right, take a guess at the money line here. What the money line is or what the spread is? Not the is. money line, what the spread is, my bad. Uh, it's at, at Ole Miss, right? That is correct. I think, was it Ole Miss two and a half? Ole Miss by six. Really? Yeah. So plus six to Arkansas. Six. Uh. I don't know. I think I take Arkansas plus six there. Uh, that's a, that's actually a tough one for me. It's tough because I, I mean that's a whole touchdown. That whole, is whole touchdown they have to win by. Yeah, I, I need to see Arkansas is one of those teams. They. I mean, they showed a lot beating Texas, Texas A&M, but they got absolutely manhandled by Georgia, and I'm worried that that's going to affect that team's psyche. That's that's a team coming off, like, years of losing, and they start off the season like that, and then they just get absolutely put down in their place on a game that was – that was the college game day game. There was hype everywhere about it. Yeah. And Ole Miss – Ole Miss was handled by Alabama, but they still managed to put up 21 on Alabama, which is tough to – that was mostly at the end of the game. I think the score was actually closer than that game was. Yeah. I think that was. I think it was forty-two to seven until the last few minutes, and they got a couple garbage time touchdowns. Okay, that's fair. Um, I think I I might actually take Ole Miss in that one. Okay. Now that I think about it, Ole I think Ole, I think Ole Miss is going to put up some points. Ole this Miss game. to cover. Yeah, Ole Miss to cover six. Then I'll take Arkansas plus six. Okay. Um, Florida Vandy. I mean, you all know who's going to win. But is Florida going to win by 38 points or not? Holy shit. <laughs> 38? Like, 38. Bandy is so bad. Minus 38. It's at Florida. Bandy got and their Florida's first. coming off a Kentucky loss, so they have to at least save some face. And they, now they have fucking whooping boy Vanderbilt. Bandy the got block. their first dub of the weekend, and I think their or first dub of the year last weekend. And I think they're No, good. they got their second one. Was it, who did they beat second somebody else? No, oh, good for them. Uh, I would imagine they beat some poor FCS team. They lost to an FCS team. Yeah. I know that. They lost to East Tennessee State by 20. In the first game, they beat Colorado State. 
Col- oh, Colorado the State next, sucks, The too. next game by three points. Yeah, Colorado State's garbage. Then they got handled by Stanford. They beat two of the worst They teams. got molested by Georgia. Yeah, was it 62 nothing? Yeah, and then they beat UConn by two. Yeah, that was the game. UConn is one of the worst teams in college football, like, regardless of FBS or FCS. Yeah. They're just bad. So, I don't... Does Florida score 39 points, though? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. I'm saying... So, that's... I'm saying this game is... Seven touchdowns and a field goal, but that that would just be a push. So, that would be an eight-touchdown lead. I'm going to say 52-7 to is the final score here. That's fair. So, I'm taking Florida to cover 38. If I have to, like, honestly, if I was actually going to bet this game, I would stay far away from any 38-point spread. But if you're going to make me pick, I think Florida's covering that. I think i take that, too, especially after what Georgia just did to them. Um, Auburn and Georgia. I think Georgia definitely gets that win. It's at Auburn. The spread is 14-and-a-half. Oh, man. I know. It's always a no, half. you got to be – Pretty good. If it was to be favored on the road, if it by was two thirteen and a half, top if it's team. a thirteen and a half, I might take that Auburn plus thirteen and a half. But the fourteen and a half, or no, no, excuse me. If it was thirteen and a half, I might take that Georgia minus thirteen and a half. But that I, it, since it's fourteen and a half, I am liking Auburn in that one. I do. I think I, it's going to like be, Auburn to cover. I don't like Auburn to win. Is that a night game? Uh, no, three thirty game. Three thirty game. Oh, I don't know C- why it's that's the CBS the, game. Yeah, it's the CBS okay. game. Ooh, that's I would be assume that the Iowa Penn State game is the late game. If it was a night game, I would be more inclined to pick Auburn, but I still think I'm going to do it. You like Auburn plus fourteen? I like Auburn half? plus fourteen. I think Georgia's going to Georgia's going to have a All tough right, well, you test. You know what? I'll go. I'll go Georgia minus fourteen and a half. Okay. Georgia looks really good, but you can't play your A game that many times in a row. Yep. Eventually, you're going to have a game where you're you throw out your C game. Say so something's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. BYU, Boise State. Um, BYU is favored by five. Now, this isn't the Boise State of old. I'm going BYU in this one. I just, it just, it makes me so mad that these fucking Mormons keep getting good at things. Well, it's because everybody on their team is 26 years old. That's fair. They got grown man strength. They all have two kids and a 401k already. Yeah, and like six wives. Yeah. They get to trade out every day. (laughs) Like, I need somebody fresh. (laughs) Just makes me mad because I mean, like a competitive advantage. Yeah, exactly. It just makes me mad because like BYU basketball is always like average or like above average during the season, and then they just show the fuck out and like they got a the, bunch of like, six eight white guys that can shoot threes. Yeah, like or they have Jimmer Fredette, like <laughs> just some random baller. Because they all spent two years in Cambodia trying to convert some poor villagers to Mormonism. And the whole time, and it didn't all, work, and they're pissed. All they had to do was sit there and play on some rickety old basketball hoop <laughs> the whole time, and they got really good at shooting threes. <laughs> and they also happen to be six seven. Exactly. All right, Wake Forest, Syracuse. Syracuse is not good. No, Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. Wake Forest has got a good offense. Wake Forest is a six and a half point favorite. I'm taking Wake Forest on that I like one. That I don't too. care where that game's at. I like that six too. and a half. CZ. I like BYU to cover. I like Wake Forest to cover. Uh, SMU and Navy. SMU is a 13.5-point favorite. Navy 
Maybe he's one and three. I mean, that's interesting. Don't, they don't really impress me. It's at maybe though. That would be an interesting one though, just from style of play because SMU is a big like run and shoot tempo, get the ball up and down the field kind of team, and Navy is like grind the clock, triple options. Yes. We're gonna America. That's an interesting like battle of styles right there. So I would almost want to pick Navy in that one. Navy to cover. Yeah, Navy to cover thirteen and a half, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm taking Navy. I'll go. Oh, man. Wish I could do modified going lines. With the, going with the ocean troops. Yeah, I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could modify the line. Nah, no teasers in I this. Know. I don't. I mean, I like SMU money line, obviously, but I don't. I don't know. That's tricky. I don't want to just pick Navy. I like SMU to cover. I feel like SMU always has something to prove, and they never do. So they're just like they're due. trying to regain their yeah. They're just glory. due. Yeah, they're due for a season of. We'll prove it to you. I'll go SMU to cover. All right, here's the you big heard one. it here first. Here's the big one. Joe Schmoll hates the troops. Yep. No, just Navy. <laughs> just the ocean troops. Yeah, fake cool with all the other ones. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The 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 big one. Penn State, Iowa. Penn State, Iowa. Which is still only the 4 o'clock game, which is just crazy to me. What's the What's the line on this one? Iowa, minus 2. Minus 2? Minus oh, 2. Oh, that's Iowa. Iowa looks very sturdy. Iowa does look good. They look very good on defense. Iowa looks good. Penn State's offense looks pretty good, but against Iowa at Iowa... With an Iowa team that has a chance to make FBS playoff first time ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I, I also, like Iowa to cover this. I also really don't like James Franklin, Penn State's coach. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. He looks like a turtle. <laughs> looks like uh, he looks like Franklin the turtle. Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's also uh, he seems like kind of a tool. Yeah. So I'm gonna bet against him if I have the opportunity. Yeah, I'm gonna go Iowa to cover that as well. Michigan and Nebraska. Michigan by three and a half. I'm gonna go ahead and speak before you do and steal your answer. I'm taking Nebraska money line. You're taking. Oh, you think this is the upset special I think here? This, I'm taking Nebraska money line. Okay, I'm taking Michigan minus three and a half. I'm there. taking Nebraska money line. This is gonna be the game that Michigan looks back on in previous seasons and thinks this was the year. And Nebraska is going to snap it in half. Oh, and that sucks, too, because that's another team that's still, like, living in the 90s. Yep. Yep. It's at Nebraska, too. So, I'll go Nebraska money they, Nobody's had – nobody seemed to have much of a problem with games being at Nebraska yep. recently. It's the night game. Nebraska's tired of getting whooped up on. They're about to show it right here. Being tired of getting whooped up on, just not having the the horses to do anything yeah. about it is <laughs> rough. Yeah, and then – Instead of Penn State, Iowa, we have Notre Dame and Virginia Tech. So Notre Dame's a, Notre Dame is a one point favorite at Virginia, Virginia Tech? Tech. At Virginia Tech, Uh I might have to take Virginia Tech. I Notre Dame's another one of my fraud teams that I think they. I mean, they have not looked. Both of the wins they've had this year that are supposed to look good on paper were Florida State in that first game, and Florida State is god awful. Yep. And then they barely beat Toledo. And then they crushed a Wisconsin team who, from the looks of things, has not practiced offense whatsoever at all this year. 
They have one of the worst offenses in FBS. Just got crushed by Michigan last week. Yeah, the only thing going for Virginia Tech is that they beat North Carolina the first week when they were 10th overall, but North Carolina has since completely fallen out of the rankings. Yeah, North Carolina's proven that they weren't worthy of that ranking. Then they beat Middle Tennessee State 35-14. Then they lost to West Virginia. Then they beat Richmond. So neither of these teams, is even really the betters, do not have any faith in Notre Dame. I'll take Virginia Tech money line on this. Virginia Tech money line at Virginia Tech. I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I like that. All right, that's our top 25. So we're gonna have to go back and see who we picked. Yeah, we had a few differing answers there. A few. We'll uh, see. We'll see who is more right about this. There's yeah. some of those that I'm more confident than others. Yeah. Um, All I know is the Cats are winning by at least 90. Yeah, I mean. I think it just gets to the point where the referees just stop the game because we're beating LSU so bad. Yeah, Ed Odron just he's quits. He's going to pull his team off the field. Yeah, Ed Odron quits. He just starts working as a crawfish fisherman for the rest yeah. of his time. He gets put on a chain gang in Louisiana yeah. for the rest of his time. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I will, I, if he gets fired, I will miss him because he's like. there's no perfect fit between like a school and a coach more than Ed Odron. Like, I really it want doesn't him to get succeed more – matched than that that, like, man, that is it that is, is the coach you hired the LSU. physical embodiment of the state of louisiana yeah like to go from they had somebody did they have somebody after less miles or did ed odron just take right over i think he took right over yeah. after less miles can you imagine like you lose less miles debatably a hall of fame quarterback or a hall of fame coach like one of the better college football coaches he was the interim coach after less miles got fired I yes believe. then you get odron and you listen to one press conference by Ed Ogeron, and this man that's knows it. my struggle. That's it. Yeah. If you're a fan of this Louisiana, man was homeless. Yeah. He was a homeless strength and conditioning coach who was literally working as like I'm not even kidding. I think a crawfish fisherman or a janitor, one of the two. <laughs> I think I have those backwards or something. But then he literally gets a call from like a buddy of his to be a strength and conditioning coach at like some small junior college. Yep. And then he goes to LSU to be strength and conditioning coach, and then he works his way up to like being an like O line or D line coach, and then becomes head coach. Like he's literally the like rags to riches. Mayo boy got it out the mud, and he was at did you know he was a head coach at Ole Miss for a few years, and he was also an interim head coach at USC before they hired Clay Helton. I did not know all that. And then he went to LSU, and then when Les Miles got fired, that's when he took over. Yeah, the dude's a legend. Regardless of what happens this season, you win a national championship, you go on TV, you talk like that, that's you're just, an absolute fucking legend. You can just tell that's just a man built by Jambalaya and Crawfish. Like, from everything, just like the shape, sl- the shape of his body to the tone of his skin to the sound of his voice, yeah. that man is. He, he, he's what I imagine you look, sound, and act like if you only drank swamp water like yeah. your entire life. He smells like the inside of a Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> but one that like has a seafood menu yeah like the fancy Popeyes like they have the Las Vegas Taco Bell yes. like wherever is there like a fancy Popeyes in downtown like New Orleans right it's like the the, the place in town Popeyes Cantina oh god <laughs> that's funny he's All got right. a VIP section in there like he's Tony Soprano <laughs> <laughs> You know the people live here, Nunamaker? Hey, Mo. What's that? Mo. Hey, Mo. 
about 15 years ago. Hello, boy. How's that guy haircut you got now? <laughs> God damn, you out of date, boy. Yeah, man, that little boy, that's me. My parents were here. This is my home. I thought this was it this time. Now, nah, homie, where you made You like to see homos naked? Homie, where you make it? Yeah, you like to see homos naked. That's cool, man. Whatever. No, 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 no. Homie, where you make it? Home, where you make it? Oh. Everybody know that. Goddamn, boy. Guy likes to see homos naked. That don't help me. Is Barry Bonds still the hitting coach for the Miami Marlins? I don't think so. I think it only lasted for like a year. Yeah, and is Mark McGuire still the hitting coach for wherever the fuck he was at? I don't think so either. Was it the Angels? I do know that um, Mark Pryor is still the pitching coach for the Dodgers. Really? Yeah. That one probably paid off well. Oh, look at that. Hard. Honestly, like, how could you ask for, like... Is that a cutoff hoodie? Yeah. That's like the Yankees version of Bill Belichick. It's, yeah. like, way too, like, neat. Yeah, that's the most New York shit I'm trying to be blue-collar thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, you got a sleeveless hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> that says the Bronx on it. <laughs> you don't live in the Bronx, Aaron Boone. Get the no. fuck out of here. You commute. <laughs> You live he, in you live in the Hamptons. I was about to say, yeah, he probably lives in fucking like Yeah, like East Jersey or some shit. Some like nice place. I have no idea if East, if East Jersey's nice. I don't think any New Jersey is nice. <laughs> There's suburbs in New Jersey. I know that. You don't get that in, in the city. How about Nick Saban being the spokesperson for Aflac? And then Deion Sanders. What a combo. And the Jacksonville State Band, I would imagine. Or Jackson what, State. What a combo. Yeah. You know, Saban was in here in this commercial shoot just being the most awkward fucking person ever. I just can't imagine him doing normal human things. No, he's like a Bill Belichick, bro. Him, Bill Belichick, and Sean Payton are all the same fucking person. To yeah. Me. They're all the same. Like, I imagine whenever the Alabama game's over, like, he goes into his office after the game and just sits down in his chair and, like, plugs into some kind of software update it's for, like, like next yeah. week's game plan. I can't imagine him... <clears throat> I can't imagine Nick Saban, like, going to the grocery store to pick up milk. Yeah. And Nick Saban's like, ah, oh, I'm trying to have a barbecue and I'm out of peppers. I gotta go to the... Yeah, the, the only difference between the two, Saban and Belichick, is like, I feel like Saban is the one who, like, puts all of his uh, championship rings in, like, a nice display case in his home, and Belichick just, like, has them in his underwear drawer. Yeah. Like, he just, just like, in the, bottom. In the top drawer. He doesn't give a fuck where yeah. they are. <laughs> Occasionally, he, like, finally pulls some out of his pants when he's, like, <laughs> he just, doing the laundry. He finds one in, like, the trunk of his car one day. He's like, oh, there's where that one went. <laughs> This thing, this ring's worth like one point two million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh shit, I forgot this was there. Yeah, it's like is, he's like, is this three or five? And he still gets a text from Tom Brady calling him a broke bitch because yeah. he has seven. Yeah. Is that Devers? Yeah. Devers is the man. He might be an honorary Mayo boy. He's one of those athletes. He's one of those guys, baseball players that's Look just at that really good. Look at that he's got in. Yeah, he's got himself a fucking hog good in right Lord. now. <laughs> he barely closed his fucking lip. Homer. 
Oh, no way. No way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he flew out to deep center. I thought he I thought he got it for a second. I thought I fucking called that. Yeah, yeah. You saw his fucking chaw and you were like, yeah, he's going yard. Yeah. Anybody that can withstand that much nicotine and during their bloodstream <laughs> and not just pass out, obviously, as superhuman that's the, that's strength. That's the craziest thing ever to me. It's like... That's something you will never see in any other sport. Like no. you're never going to see a basketball player like smoking a cigarette or like yeah, it's like the old pictures of like old NFL players yeah. like, ripping cigs <laughs> at halftime. Yeah, because they just got off of their fucking factory shift. Yeah, they had to come in and fucking hit people. There was I think it was like Super Bowl like <laughs> one. It was like one of like the first like two or three Super Bowls. And there was a picture of like the Chiefs quarterback like drinking a Sprite and smoking a cigarette at yeah. halftime. <laughs> Right before he throws for like yeah. 350 yards, yeah. three touchdowns. Oh, absolutely not. I don't think there was like 350 total passing yards in the first like yeah. decade of the NFL. No, that was back whenever your, your running back would rush the ball 72 times. Yeah, and he would also and, be and the like kicker. 157 runs, yeah, or 157 yards. He would also be the kicker and return punts. Yeah. And you had literally, you had one good player on your team, and you were just like, we're just going to give him the ball. Yep, and if they broke their leg, they were done for the their career. <laughs> yeah, all the offensive linemen weighed two hundred and seven pounds. Yep, <laughs> who'd they bring in? Shane Green. I don't know. I hate that they don't put the names on the back of their uniforms, and like half the teams don't do that in baseball, and it's yeah. kind of annoying. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know who number fifty-seven for the Yankees is? It bothers me so much that almost every single elite pitcher now throws over 96, 97 miles per hour. Like, you don't get any junk ball pitchers no. anymore. The game has changed so much. Like Kyle Hendricks is the last one yep. out there throwing 87. Right. Yeah, like, if you can't hit, like, at least 95 consistently, you're, like, you're not going to be an elite pitcher. Can you imagine, like... Yeah, you could maybe be our fifth starter. Right. Can you imagine 15 years from now where the average fastball speed's like 102? They're going to just they're, be piping. They're going to have to move the mound back. Yeah. I mean, they're already talking about doing that. At some point, you have to reach a limit to where, like, you can't humanly throw faster yeah. than this. Well, I think the... I think they said that, like, the arm... The arm snaps. Like, the the, the human arm cannot throw a pitch faster than, like, 109. Yeah. Or, like, 110, something like that. And Chapman's, like been very close a couple times. Like I think he got, a, he got up to like one oh five. Yeah, I think it's either one oh five, one oh six is the highest he's clocked. But like somebody, I think somebody said Nolan Ryan hit one oh six once too, but that's like one of those like nineteen seventy two, like no possible way to verify. Right, things. yeah. One of those urban myths or urban yeah. legends. But it's like you st- still though, you're four miles per hour away from like your arm just snapping off. Yeah. <laughs> and you're still throwing You're hard. reaching the limit of of human capability. <laughs> it's like at some point, like, it's going to be hard for anybody to run faster than Usain Bolt. Yeah. Like, like at some point, you've maxed out what a human can do. Well, and it was built in 1908, I think. 19, uh, no, actually, it's weird that I know this, but it was 1912. It's not weird that you know this. It's 1912 because it was open the same week that the Titanic sank. Okay, so 19, what, like 18? No, it was no. like 1912. 12? Yeah. Is it 12? But still, the fact that you know the exact year that the Titanic I sank. I was listening to a podcast a week ago about the Titanic 
Okay. And, and they mentioned it on that podcast. Okay, that's the only reason that I know that. Like it's fresh safe. in my mind. But you're saved then. It's like, there's no way you just read that once in a history book and you just always yeah. remember that, you fucking freak. Oh, yeah. This oh, is game, game over. This yeah, is that's game over. Two, at least. No, that was a dumb move. That's the end of the inning. Yeah, he's like, yeah, my bad. I know I'm slow. I should have. I got too hyped. Oh, my God. Look at this father throwing baseball. Did you see that? It's just another case of not being able to find an actor that knows how to, like, properly throw. <laughs> Who doesn't have a speaking role. Just get a normal human being yeah. to go throw that baseball. Find some minor league baseball player that needs an extra 50 bucks. Yeah. Can you imagine being the actor? That they choose. And it's like, I know this is like supposed to be your big break, but we need you to throw a baseball to a kid. And he's like, fuck. I've never played sports in my yeah. life. He goes to throw it, and the only thing that's like, his family's like, oh, look, you're on TV. And his brother's just roasting him because he can't <laughs> throw a baseball. His, all, all people were talking about is his throwing form. Yeah. And he's like, watched, nobody I, think I made it, guys, on TV. We're doing it right now. Like, I have no idea what that commercial was even for. I'm no. just thinking about this guy. This is awful. This, <laughs> looking like this an absolute zero vagina. Zero extension, pure elbow flick throw. Looking like an absolute vagina trying to throw this yeah. baseball. It's like whenever you get uh, you get actors to play in baseball movies who, like, clearly had, don't throw baseballs often. And they they probably learned in like a week. Yeah, yeah. It was Fo- like football is the worst. Like you see people that like never played football and just like the way they run. Like you're like that's not right. Yeah. The only the only people that I can remember did it somewhat right recently was Blue Mountain State. Yeah. Like Blue Mountain State, like the plays weren't always great, and they didn't show you a whole lot. But at least Alex Moran looked like he had thrown a football before. Right. Like he actually had good form. Radon Randell looked like a pure athlete and could really throw it. And then you had like you had stand-ins who did the plays, but at least you made the effort. <laughs> at least you made the effort to make it look like a real football. No, the longest yard was really good about the that. The longest too, yard actually. was really good. Anything Adam Sandler sports related. Guys, athletic. Yeah, he's gonna. He's the most athletic, short, fifty-year-old Jewish yep. man out there. Yep, he's and he's he's one of those that like he's not gonna let that like happen in his movies. He's, he's like, like gonna we're, let gonna, that we're slide. gonna play good sports here. Yeah. Today. Another reason why he's awesome. I just love it that like he got in shape for well, he was already in decent shape, but he was at like the tail end of his like youth. Yeah. And he did longest yard and like you can tell he got in really so good. We're gonna shape give it one that. more go. And then he just let it go. Yeah. Just let it go right after that. It was like when Kevin James did that UFC movie. Yeah. Like <laughs> the skinniest he'd ever been. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna get ripped for this yeah. one movie and then just call it a day. Yep. Everybody looks so sad. Shane McClanahan and Shane McClanahan is starting game one for the Rays. Yeah. I mean, is he a rookie or is he like? I think a, he's either a rookie or it's like barely pitched last year. Yeah. But that's a that's a lefty that throws another one of those guys that throws like one oh one one oh two anomaly pitchers. He's fucking nuts. His MLB the show card was crazy. It was McClanahan and, like, Crochet. Like, the two ones that could really pop the mitt. Yeah. It's pretty hard to hit 102. Unless you're fucking Jacob DeGrom, who does it through, through seven innings. 
still throwing like 101 in the eighth inning. Dude, it's nuts. It's such a shame that he doesn't get to play for a better team. Yeah. And probably never will. Yep. They should just have to draw names out of a hat to decide which pitcher comes in the game. <laughs> have them all warming up at once. That is the most Yankees fan squad of people I've ever seen. You see what I mean by Brett Gardner? Doesn't he just look like a retired police officer? Yeah. He's like gonna do security at the local bar <laughs> for fun. Yeah, <laughs> on the weekends, cashing his four hundred one k and pension in. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect fit for the Yankees. Just that's why I feel bad for Rizzo being on that team because. As soon as you put on that like Yankees jersey, you just look like a narc to me. Rizzo is very Yankee-esque, though. I mean, his name is Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, he's about as Yankee as it gets, <laughs> my friend. People in the Bronx will fucking yeah. love this Plus, guy. Plus, he was man. already baby-faced going in. Yeah, so he doesn't have to shave his beard. Uh-uh. I want to be a baseball manager. It looks like such an easy fucking job. Physically, not demanding at all. I'd imagine it's also not that stressful either. Because like, even men- kind of just like, like, even baseball is, it's a team sport, but it's also one-on-one. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. There's only so much you can do as a baseball manager. Like, if your yeah. players just suck. like Yeah, you're just like, hey, go hit the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and you got like a hitting coach who works with the guys on hitting. You got a pitching coach. Like, what does the manager do, like day to day? It's the same thing as like the head coach. Like, very rarely does the head coach call plays. Yeah. Like even even at the high school level, it's not it's not very common. I feel like he's like I feel like a baseball manager is just in charge of like the vibes of the team. Yeah. I can't imagine being an actor and having to act in like bad commercials. If it's like a somewhat funny one, I could do it. Like this is fine. Yeah. Like it's it's supposed to be stupid. But like commercials like the one we just saw where it's like they really think they're like being like ah nice and funny and family friendly, it just comes off so fucking corny. Yeah. But you know somewhere out there some family's like that was a wholesome commercial. Somebody and, named And that's their target audience. Somebody named Karen is like, "Huh?" That one made me this giggle. Is what everything's like. That one made me giggle. I like that. I'm gonna blog about it. Post it on my Facebook. <laughs> oh, that's cute. And they always try and be super inclusive. It's always a mixed race couple. Yeah, that's not America. <laughs> We're a divided nation. Schmoll just got <laughs> really, really white nationalist on us for a second. We're the sorry Mayo about, Boys podcast. Sorry about that. <laughs> Game of the week, Michigan-Nebraska. It's been a card-carrying member of the KKK since 1998, Joe Schmoll. Along with every fan of Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. It's included in your degree what do you from think, Nebraska. What do you think? And we'll cut this. But what do you think? <laughs> 
What do you think the KKK is even like talking about anymore? Like when they have know. their meetings, like, like what in the world could be on the agenda? They're getting just crushed on every front. Like that's what I'm saying. Whatever like, it is they're trying to do, yeah. they're not doing. You can't it well. even advertise on social media anymore. No, like you can't gain any followers that way. So it's like, what is at the picnic? Like what are y'all talking about? Like they're still just dropping like pamphlets off on people's front right. doors. It's like, like trying to be as discreet as possible. Yeah, at this you have to point, put the meeting place in like code. Like at this point, you have to just realize that like this is a war you're not going to yeah, win. Yeah, you're, you're you've been losing for a while. Yeah, like you haven't like completely lost yet. If you get a chance, check out the YouTube channel um, Soft uh, Soft White Underbelly. Yeah, because they they interview like just forgotten peoples of this land, and a lot of them are like hill people and hill men and stuff like that and then the other ones are like they have a few kkk members who have like been on there and they just talk about it and you're just you listen to these people talk and you're like you've never left left your home state like how do you still exist yeah, you've never this- left the county you were born in like it's nuts it's absolutely crazy it's just, just like this i've said it before but this this country it should be like six different countries, if we're being honest. It's yeah, I mean it's it's so big, but you have so few people compared to its size. Yeah. Like literally the state of Indiana is the size of like three countries combined in yeah. Europe. Like and and the population in th- those three countries is like triple what it is in Indiana. I think we were talking about this the other day when we were driving somewhere, but from like London to France is like the equivalent of a drive from like here to Panama City, Florida. Right. If like, even you go that through far. three different countries. Yeah, if it's it's nuts. Like we just we got too much land. And it's just so different. Yeah, I mean we have the most diverse population in the world. Yeah, I would, like, ass- you, I would assume. When you go to Oh, you have to. Yeah. When you go it's it's easy to tell like at the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> like that's when you can. Well, tell. we win everything, but you can tell every whenever you're playing the USA team is playing Poland or something, and every person on the team's names like Sylwowski, yeah, Wojciechowski, like all these <laughs> just wild like names. And then you go to like the USA team, and you've got like Martinez, and you've got a dude named Greg Williams, yeah, and you've got like a Andre Johnson. <laughs> And then you'll yeah. have a random, yeah, like... Then you'll have, like, a Chinese guy yeah, on the right. team. <laughs> but it's like, you don't get that anywhere else in the world. Like, the Chinese team, there's no, like, random white guy that, like, grew up in China. It's just like, that's Mark Andrews. <laughs> that's <laughs> He's playing for the Chinese ping pong team. We're the only country that does that. Yeah. Which is why we win everything. Everybody on the... Italian soccer team looks exactly like you would expect them to look. Yes. Some more money for LeBron James here. He's been producing the shit out of shows and movies. Why do you think he moved to L.A.? Yeah. This man's making a documentary about the school that he started. Sounds about right. What an asshole. (laughs) Well, he's always been one to do shit, and then... Everyone needs to know about it. Oh, absolutely. It's like you can't criticize him, but you want to. Yeah. He's one of those guys that, like, you want to fuck up so bad, and he just doesn't. (laughs) 
He just like continues to he just, just continues knock it to, out of the continues park. Continues to just be a good guy. Yeah, I wanted Space Jam two to be bad, so bad. It wasn't that bad. And it was actually an okay movie. Yeah, like it wasn't fantastic. But everybody was trying to shit on it so hard, and I was like, guys, this movie's actually not bad. Like, have you all taken the time to go rewatch the old Space Jam? Like, that wasn't that great it's of a, a movie either. Movie. It's just nostalgic it was, as fuck. It was awesome because we were seven when yeah. we watched it. Yeah. And you had cartoon players or uh, cartoon characters playing with Michael Jordan. Exactly. This is a whole series of Nick Saban, Deion yeah. Sanders commercials. I like how Dion is still way more swagged out than Nick. Even he's also still jacked. You're one of the best athletes of all time, man. Yep, that's pretty true. NFL and Major League Baseball. Yep. Back to what I was saying about bad commercials. Also, Rob, there might not be. I mean, I know they use Gronk because he's a really recognizable face, and like some people think he's funny, but Rob Gronkowski might be one of the worst actors ever. He just seems like. And is also, like, to me, one of the most annoying personality people ever. Yeah. Like, I I, I am infuriated when I hear him talk. (laughs) He He just. He sounds like the dumbest kid at the. At the picnic, but also, like, you can tell he's always got by with, like, people thinking he's funny because they don't want them, they don't want him to, like, beat beat them up. Right. Because he's always been, he like, he's always been 6'7 and, like, 250 pounds. It's like, if you don't laugh at his jokes, he'll just, like, pummel he you. He still has, like, big high school football player energy yes. in the NFL. But he just, like, kept getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> He was the guy in class whenever the teacher called his name for roll, he would do like the armpit fuck. Yeah, I was about to say yes. He was the fucking He was the Billy Madison of the school. Yeah, like Rob Robert Gronkowski. Yeah. Then yeah. like ten kids would laugh in the class. He'd be like, but, <laughs> but he'd be laughing the loudest. And the teacher was like, God damn it, this kid's so fucking dumb. Yeah, and if it was a sub, it was game over. Yeah. He was getting reported to the teacher every yeah, he, time. He'd be the kid that would get up to sharpen his pencil 27 times yeah. during a test. As much as I hate the Yankees, I would love to see them hit like five straight solo home runs right here to tie the incredible. game. That would be hilarious. And they got the meat of their lineup up. Yeah. That's the worst, though. Whenever you're on the team that's losing and then you like uh, hit a home run like that and you have like one molecule of hope re-enter your body. 38 after- home runs. Batting 199. That is crazy. <clears throat> oh, he just got another one. Uh, oh, get out. Wow. Oh, <laughs> that looked like it was pummeled. Yeah, I thought he hit that 500 feet when it came off the bat. Uh, I can't believe he didn't. You know, everybody in the Red Sox stands just like almost shit their pants. Yeah. Like, no. Sad Yankees fan in the front row. I would have been well out of there by now if I was a Yankees fan, honestly. Uh, going into the ninth inning, I'm probably giving up, yeah. Yeah. That's it. We'll see you, Yankees. Yep. <sighs> All right, and with that, yeah. Mayo Boys are signing off. That's going to be a sign-off from the Mayo Boys. Yeah. You're right. Y'all niggas got me hot. <laughs>